on a computer much, Dan? It's not that funny. Oh, we We're recording. Know. We're recording already. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Wait, this is a this is a good turn in the weather. For sure. I uh, hate to be the guy that's like right. But the bugs are going to just happen when the bugs normally for sure. happen. For sure. Like, there's a few mayflies. It's Holmgren's birthday. Also, Lee Clancy's birthday today. And I bet tomorrow there'll be just a shit pile of mayflies. I bet you're right. Lake. So it means it's less... It's all photo-driven and not weather-driven. Somewhat, yeah. Unless it's maybe on the I mean, cold side. There were there were for sure mayflies around Leech Lake mm-hmm. last time so I've been out there. But it's not like the it's thing that... It's not the hatch. Right. This is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan. I'm Will. We've got a very important episode. Lots of, like, current events to talk about. It's been a crazy, crazy week, man. <laughs> been crazy crap happening. I think the first thing, I think y'all will understand, but I still feel it's, like, obligatory to apologize <laughs> for the fact that we have impersonators trying to take yeah. the Walleye Talk. This has been nuts. <laughs> more, Ken, more Ken Miller one. is on it. Mm-hmm. We didn't know we had a secret service agent. <laughs> Turns out we do. Yeah. So all of y'all who uh, let us know and express concern, we appreciate it. Um, we, we're sorry. I think, so Lacey, Lacey Ferris from Full Stringer, she thinks it's the there's a hashtag on there that says hashtag giveaway. And those people probably just like, that's their like marker. Huh. Right? Like, oh, we'll try to see if... Uh, these folks will give us their social security number for a giveaway. Anyway, if you if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we're going to give away a guide trip with Will and Dan. We're doing it today. This we're doing episode. it on this episode. At the end of the episode. At the end of the episode. So you have to listen to the whole thing in order to get, in order to know who it is. Because we're not going to tag anybody in it. Nope. Nope. You got to you got to come to us. Yeah, and then we'll, uh, what I would suggest, the winner... Who we don't know yet, we're gonna do the random draw on the while we're recording. Um, send us a Facebook message, and we'll try to find a date that works for Will, myself, and you and a friend. It's a nice fishing trip, right? <laughs> yeah, it's gotta happen <laughs> between January fifteenth and February fifteenth. Just kidding. <laughs> we'll get you on the schedule as soon as we can. Uh, realistically, we were probably looking at like an August or later date, just based on what our schedule. Plus, we want to mash on them. Yeah. 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 We don't want to do a crappie trip. We want to do... Right. A, this we'll, is Walleye Talk. We'll do it the same way we'd normally do a trip where, like, you tell us, hey, these dates work, and we'll try to make them work, and then we'll just do that until we find one that right? we, we can all get in the boat. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. What else do we got on this week's episode? Uh, we got fishing report from last week, um, how conditions really matter and how to battle it. Um, we'll do a Groundhog Day, me to you. Yep. People are still confused about the Groundhog Day. They don't quite get it. So we'll try to explain it once more. Okay. Tory Myers doesn't get it. Really? I think he gets Maybe it Maybe he's never watched the movie. I think he gets it now. And I brought it up because I was like, I walk, yeah, I bring a bag of fish into the Pikedale Fish Cleaning Shack. Mm-hmm. I walk back, I get a fish cleaning beer. I put a $5 bill down and then Tory hands me a Bushlight bottle and then I go clean fish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've done that a million times. Yeah, huh? And uh, so I was like, this feels like Groundhog Day. And he was like, what is what is this whole Groundhog Day thing you're doing? <laughs> preview, preview giveaway. We're out of here. Let's hear from Portadoc. 
having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-Doc.com. Porta-Doc.com. Find your local Porta-Doc dealer today. Porta-Doc.com. Speaking of Porta-Doc, I was at uh, the Muskie House the other day, yesterday, and the owner of Porta-Doc, guess what boat he ordered? Guess what boat he'd like to uh, fish out 20 of? 90. That's correct. Nice. Makes me so happy. Ordered from the musky house. I don't know anything about the guy, but pretty happy. You're already a big fan. Yeah. I guess he's a pretty big tournament fisherman. Is he? Yep. And Tony's got a whole pile of special stuff to put on his boat. Excellent. Yeah. Happy to hear that. That's very excellent. How was your week? Uh, It was an up and down week. I had one really tough day. Um, but it seems like I'm, I'm starting to grind a little bit, um, where I've got the, like the other day I was out on woman Lake and I had one fish between eight o'clock and 11 o'clock and in, in the morning, I, in the morning, I had one fish period. It was a 14 and a half inch walleye mm-hmm. and it was tough. And then I found a different pot of fish. I caught five in an hour, caught some bonus fish too. And then, uh. You know, the day didn't seem so bad. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of situations like that where you got to really battle to get out of these holes that you dig yourself in. Uh, yeah, I and did. It, it wasn't like I wasn't sitting on fish. Sure. Yeah. And that's the frustrating part. Yeah. More and more, I think, guys who are avid walleye anglers and, like, tuned into their electronics, like, we, speci- we spend less time, uh, like, trying to find them and more time trying to figure out what the hell we can get them to bite on. Right. And... I, man, there has been, it has been very rare for me to find like a cure-all lately, which yeah. it usually you can eventually stumble into like, we have, we now have three rods out. We will use these three rods until the day is done. Mm-hmm. That even the good days, that's not what's happening. R- right. And maybe that's what's making the good days more frequent. Um, but yeah. It's just, uh, it's just that time of year again. You know, I don't know still, if it is, though. I feel like for it's... For sure. For sure. There's... This is going to continue, and it's only going to get worse. You're right there. Yep. I do feel like the... Maybe the... And it might be a... Oh, where you're, like, revising history a little bit, just remembering the good the good days of four years ago. Mm-hmm. And probably what happened four years ago or five years ago is that, like... They weren't biting today. Like I said that more often. Yeah. Because I just rigged leeches the entire time <laughs> <laughs> instead of trying like four or five different things. Um, so, yeah, maybe you're right. But I do feel like we're having to wheel through lots of different things to catch e- each school fish. And that's not just Leech Lake. That's the, the little too. Them. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm finding out on leech is, is it's not like I'm not finding fish, but it's I go, if I'll fish these schools of fish and I won't catch them, I won't catch them. And then I'll stumble onto one school that I get to bite mm-hmm. and we'll get seven or eight out of that school. And then it's back to the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what makes that school of fish particularly different. Yep. I've wondered about like proximity to bait, how much baits around them, but it does just seem like you just got to find the school in the right mood. Right. Uh, I had a, f- a couple days ago, I had a full day and then a half day after it. And the full day was fine. Like, they had their keepers, and we had some nice fish. But it was, like, working the whole time, mm-hmm. you know. And the last school of fish I fished during the full day, 
no bites. No bites off the last school and, like, quite a few fish. And then and literally an hour later, when I started the half day, that was the only spot we needed to fish. They just started to bite. Yeah, just bit. That drives me crazy. Yeah. But, like, how do you know when to go back? Yeah, I don't know if you do. I mean, if you're on, on like, a, a full day, you don't circle back around and, and try to catch those fish until many hours later. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it, this is where the, like, guide stereotype um, fits in. Like, guides are known for just moving all of the time. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time fishing a spot for more than, like, 15 minutes now. Often, like very frequently, we are catching a fish, and I'm still thinking I want to move. For sure, like that happens a lot, and I think it's just that. Well, one, you're the one looking at the graph. You know exactly how many's around. Like, all right, it's almost unfortunate that we caught a 24 incher right now because we should have left. Think that's the only fish that's gonna bite here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you just yeah, being mobile and inefficient with your time, man. This is like. For sure, where, uh, you know, I there are definitely some downsides to tailors that I've felt the last week. In fact, the big my real rough day when we had that big west wind yep. on leech and I had a, a real slow full day was I felt for sure part of it was about uh, that. Well, more than anything, I think I just need to have my bow mount in more. You think um, so? Mm-hmm. And I I am doing that more often than I have in the. In, over my whole career, but um, it, it did occur to me. What I was going to say is that tiller guys, it is very, very quick to be like, reel up, we're moving. We're moving right now. And, you know, there's no messing around. People right. reel up, don't have to move, and you can be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which and how do you think the advantage goes to the wheelboat guys then? Um, tucking conditions a little bit better. Like, how you're actually like feeling in the boat with a real big wind, you know, and then having their bow mount down. Like with what I'm referring to is like we're, we've been really reliant on fish that are on small spots that mm-hmm. are real exposed to big west winds. Mm-hmm. And if that, if that, if that happens this time of year to me, like I got to the access and I just could like feel it in my soul. Like, God dang it. I think I'm in trouble here. <laughs> And it wasn't that the fish weren't biting, because I talked to quite a few guys who did all right. Um, but it was about, like, my particular fish and my particular way of getting at them. Can't fish a bobber on with, nope. with three-footers or better. Um, you're trying to hold real tight on a school of fish and, like, uh, yeah. I hope that makes some sense. Makes some sense. Still some questions about it, though. Okay. So... Well, it, it's it's more about it's more of a mindset at that point, isn't it? Like it's, it's you got to go to bigger. Go ahead. Like the guys who are who did well probably went to a big structure. They went out and they got they were in the elements. Went out and um, maybe used the wind to, to troll spinners. Yep. Is that? What it, yeah. So that's like if the my particular day it was a full day. We only caught four walleyes that day, and. Um, I, like the mistake I made was not like just getting to my spinner fish right away, mm-hmm. and I had that. I just like made made the choice to not do that right away, and that was probably like the biggest mistake of the day. And it wasn't like I ducked it; like I went and fished the humps, like in the shit, and 
couldn't couldn't get anything going. Right. Well, I guess I can I can see that. Yeah. I had a bad day too. Mm-hmm. It was a big west wind, and I don't think I. I mean, I might have been able to get out to pull spinners on a big structure, but I, the guys I I had, I didn't feel comfortable. Yep, that's for sure doing a part it. of it. So yep, we stayed close. We played it safe, and it didn't pan out for us. I mean, I I did my very best, and it just didn't work. Yeah, you know, even to go around the east side of Bear, there was white caps over there. Uh, it just wasn't going to happen. Right. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen. But went out the next day, felt a lot better, caught fish. And it, doing it again the next day makes you feel a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Yep. Certainly changes your perspective around. For sure. And I think that's like, well, an old, old timer, Dan Crone, who like helped me learn this job. He talked about how like his line is like, you don't know want you don't want to know about yesterday you want to know about today like when customers ask like how'd you do yesterday doesn't really matter (laughs) and it doesn't really matter either either direction and uh i think the the good seasoned guides just bite their tongue about about what happened yesterday because brand new day doesn't matter Mm -mm. so i don't know what to like really do about it that's that's Mm -hmm. like i think you and i both have the same flaw because we run like a very similar format for how we fish i just do what you do well, that's not so true. I mean, I followed you right to a spot today. <laughs> yeah, but we were on leech today. That's right. And see but, those fish left. I yeah, do we, think we maybe we pounded, I pounded the tar out of them <laughs> yesterday, though. We had a banger day yesterday yeah. pulling spinners. It was a banger. Fish all the time. That's great. <laughs> that's, I feel like, what'd you say? What's the number? 25. 25 and a half day, right? Yeah. 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 So what's more impressive to me is that, like, spinners take a lot of time to, like, get set and running right. Uh-huh. And then w- when you deal with the fish, it takes a lot of time. And you get off the spot. Off the spot, you have to reset. Like, tw- 25 with a jig and a minnow, like, I'd be like, yeah, it's a good day for Wildner. Dude, 25 pulling spinners is, like, bonkers. And we did not uh, fish late. We did not fish early. It was four, four friggin' hours. <laughs> <laughs> like on the nuts, we left at four. We came back at eight. Right, right. It was banging. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So I think like either getting back to like the main point of this topic, like conditions based, you either need to have I either need to like make some adjustments to like how I approach fishing those offshore structures in real shit wind or we need to have more spots more spots more spots i like the more spots more spots is always good Uh uh-huh because event i mean what we what you're really hoping for i mean catching them in the shit is fun especially very fun especially with a jig and a minnow you brought that up a couple times when you're talking on the phone like i can deal with this when we're gonna go pound on them with a jig and a minnow because you know you're gonna pound on you have one you have one objective we need to get out there, yep. and it's going to take us a while. But once we do it, we're going to be there for the rest of the rest of the trip. There's three spots out there we're going to fish if we need to go to more than one spot. Yep. And you know how to drift it. You, well, you know you're going to drift it. You know how you're going to fish, what technique it is, and you know they're going to eat. Right. And that's the variable this, year, this time of year. You don't have that certainty. Mm-hmm. You've got one, you know, one option really right now, and it's pulling spinners. 
and you don't even know if they're going to bite them. Right. You, I mean, like, we, we went out there uh, yesterday, and the conditions were favorable for, for pulling spinners out there, and we caught one, and we lost, like, five or six because they were shorting us. Mm-hmm. Even with the secret lake tackle, mm-hmm. that can happen. Didn't Sounds think impossible. it was possible. I didn't think it was possible. Could have been rockheads or something, but sure. probably rockheads and secret lake tackle just weeds out the rockheads. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, catch walleye. But yeah, it's it's just the uncertainty of like you're gonna take all the abuse to catch one mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And then we ran to some tucked in stuff on shore, or well, it was offshore, but it was tucked away, and we did well. Sure. So yeah, more spots is what I would like. Because ideally, like, you're out there to have a great time. And, yep. like, bunches of fish in shit weather is great, a great time. Yeah. But uh, bunches of fish when you're tucked is also a great time. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like, you can have a better conversation. Like, that's part of it, man. You're in a, when you're in the, when you're in it, uh, you can't, like, chat. Total focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope, I think most of my customers understand that when we're out there and they're, they're like, okay, this dude is stressed out a little uh-huh. bit. Motor never turns off. Right. You get up tight to the rocks and you're like, wind in. There's no questions about it. You wind in. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to move mm-hmm. away from the situation <laughs> we are in. Yeah. Yeah. Work in progress. I think it'd be fun to revisit this because like that, what you really want in our profession is like a well-rounded approach to like every month of the season and -hmm. like you're still going to run into bad days but you want lots and lots of options to like design and an experience that um people have fun with right anything else no let's take a break this episode of why talk is brought to you in part by the one stop in longville it is hot out the water is nice and warm, and when you get sick and tired of catching walleyes, the One Stop's got plenty of tubes and swimming equipment for you to go have fun on the beach or on the boat and enjoy your nice summer day. So, one more thing before before we move on. So, a couple years ago, I had a guy from you uh, who caught a 20-some-inch walleye on a daredevil. <laughs> I had him today. Yeah. And, you know, he he just loves to cast. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, Daniel Paul Ryan, DPR for short, he handed me four spinnerbaits today. <laughs> Thank goodness he did, because I had nothing to cast. So anyway, we, uh, we caught some fish right away, said, we're going to go cast, and he wants to go cast, and so we went in the weeds, and we went and for anything with fins. Mm-hmm. So he's throwing the spinnerbait. Boom. Catches a nice smallmouth. I'm like, yeah, buddy. He's like, you know what would look good on this? A nice tail. So I didn't have any tails with me, but I had a paddle tail. So I threw a paddle tail on there. Boom. Nice fish. Got a nice bike. Man, this is great. So we move spots. I don't know. It's not been very long. I was like, oh, got another pike. Cranking it in. And I was like, no, it's a smallmouth. And his grandson was there and he put it in the net and he's like no it's a big walleye <laughs> it was like a 22 inch walleye on on a spinnerbait with a paddle tail <laughs> so not only did this guy catch a walleye on a spoon with me yeah also caught a walleye with a spinnerbait with me 
so great. Bingo. <laughs> he's just, he's got walleyes pouring out of it all over the place. Yeah. You got to sort of take take the opportunity when you get a guy like that, right? Like, yeah. who knows? Maybe maybe it's a thing. What, yeah. What was the paddle tail? Impulse. Impulse paddle tail. Four inch impulse paddle tail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On a spinnerbait. Oh, this looks good. Oh, yeah. This looks really good. Boom. Catches oh, a walleye. That's so great. It was a nice, it was the biggest one of the day today. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> that was, uh, it was, fu- it was fun. It was really fun. They're a great group of people. I, uh, I don't have, I'm, there's no fish story that comes to mind right now. Trying to think of anything real interesting. Bring it up later. Okay. But I have been I've I've done a couple fish fries for people. Um and that's been a lot of fun. I feel like that was a good way to like eat up some especially during the hot days, eat up some midday hours with you know, g- get people a break and um Yeah, so I've been doing um walleye in peanut oil. I'm sure mm. this is like old news to fancy to people, but it, well, it's, you become a fishing guide, all of a sudden you got money. It's way better, <laughs> way better. <laughs> I was holding off as long as I could. I won't. I don't think I'll buy anything else. <laughs> Peanut oil is the way to go. But man, it's a, it is a nice part of the experience if you can mm-hmm. have a fish fry. And I know they're going to good use, right? Like because you get to get always, a couple bites too, yeah, don't you? It's always a worry of mine. Like sending people home with bags of fish. God, I don't let these sit there. Please don't let these <laughs> sit there for six months, and then decide you don't like walleyes because they're all freezer burned, right? Like eat them. Right. I've up, never right had away. a freezer burned fish. I freeze them in water. Make sure they're all covered in water. I've never had a freezer burned fish. Don't you? Feel like you burn through your fish pretty quick though. Yeah, it's never sat there for six months. Yeah, right. I'm like, ooh, it's been like two weeks since I had a fish. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my touch. We have to do a Groundhog Day, but I'm not ready for it. So can we just do the weekend preview? Sure. And we have to do a little bit more. We got to fill people in a little bit on. Ground. Like, well, no, like what's what's happened this past week? Like there are for sure bugs around. Oh yeah. Like we didn't really cover. Just that. start talking. All right, I'll just start talking then. There are for sure bugs around. I feel like the small lakes are, um, like, on the down. Like, the blue-winged olive hatch, which is one that happens a little earlier, that, like, shuts things down usually on lakes like Woman Lake. They have a big blue-winged olive hatch. That's pretty much done with. And then uh, the hex hatch, like the big mayfly hatches, I saw them. They were on, there were some big mayflies on the lake we fished today, right. which is also the one that, like, overwhelms leech and mm-hmm. malax and all the big ones. So I think that's a day or two away. This weekend would probably be, it's probably going to be, like, right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That'd be my guess. Um, haven't caught a fish on a minnow in a while. You caught one I caught on one a, today yeah. fishing for fins. Sure. Was not it. I mean, there's walleyes in there. But I was not pitching a, oh, yeah, sandbar, pitch, right. pitch middle. No, right. it was, let's catch a pikes. Yep, leeches and crawlers have been the, the... Mostly crawlers for me, except for on leech. I've been catching some on leeches, rigging, so. Hmm. Yeah, I think that'll continue. Like, we're into a status quo for a little bit here and, like, just dealing with the BS that comes with bugs. Oh, I do think that maybe, maybe... 
I was able to have a good couple days on a smaller lake fishing the side of the lake that hadn't been, like we had a lot of west wind this last week, and there were, on the east side, there were just tons of, Tons of bugs. Carcasses or? And and in the water column. Like I drove my east east side spots before the trip started. I got out early because I was a little worried about it. I hadn't been out on this lake in a while. And. Oh. um, And they. uh, The east side spots had just tons of mayflies on it. And I couldn't mark much for fish. It didn't seem like there were fish there. And then I got on the leeward side of the lake and like found Found fish on a couple spots, and they were super cooperative. Not not bug fish at all. Nice. So I, I don't know if that's a thing, but it would be something to keep in mind. Like if you have, if you look at the last few days of wind, right, if we have a trend for wind blowing out of whatever direction, but you have spots on the leeward side of the lake, that would maybe be something to try right. if you're dealing with the bug hatch. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It worked once. Worked three times. Really? Yep. There you go. Same lake. Nice. So, I don't know. Maybe just a cooperative school of fish. <laughs> what else happened? That it? I don't know. I think there's crickets. The crayfish, I, I, for a while there, I was catching fish on leech with crayfish in them that were puking in my live well. I haven't had that for a few days. Honestly, I feel like that used to last longer, too, or used yeah. to be a bigger part of the June period. Mm-hmm. And it, I agree. Because remember, we'd go out to Pelican, and it'd be like a full week where it was nothing but crayfish. Mm-hmm. They're here before the crayfish. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I had like three days where it was kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't know what to, Maybe we just don't focus on it as much. I don't know. Those rockfish, our deep rockfish, for sure, are what you would think are prime for eating crayfish. Yeah. But they're not spitting them up that, all that often. Them. Yeah. Yep. Maybe they maybe they've eaten enough of them. <gasps> oh, dude told me. What did he catch? Who was this? Okay, this is a horrible start to a Just story. Just relax for a second. Oh. So I've got this a, a guy I call a buddy. I, I I see him once a year, right, to okay. fish with him. And I feel like we're best friends that only see each other once a year. His name's Steve Hegedus. And uh, he was fishing on leech last year. And they were cleaning a walleye. And it was like a over. It was like a 22 or something. And it had a garter snake in its belly. No. Yeah. No way. And not a small garter snake. You're kidding me. How does that happen? Like, I've seen snakes swimming across the right. water. That's what happened. But that means that... Because that walleye wasn't on shore. That's the topwater bite that I've been missing for years. <laughs> is, is, Your Lake Washington top yes. prop. Yes. <laughs> They're eating garter snakes. <laughs> and he was like, it was not a small garter snake. No kidding. So I think so far, that is the leading candidate for the coolest thing anybody's found inside of a walleye. Behind a couple rocks I found. No, that's way ahead of a couple oh, rocks. Right, fine. Fine. Who knows how long those rocks have been in there? Yeah, that's a good question. But it was a 17-incher, for no, so not that long. Could have been. It could have. The next meal could have been Dude, a Dude, a garter snake? Are you kidding that's me? That's the whole reason so why nightcrawlers awesome. work. <laughs> they think they're choking on garter snakes. 
<laughs> Imagine if they had a nice yellow line coming down the back. Ooh. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. This week's episode of Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. It is fancy minnow season. It's the start of it, but it is for sure fancy minnow season. So, while you hear me and Will complain about not getting fish to bite, I think maybe a creek chub or a red tail in a variety of sizes would maybe help solve that problem. Stop in at Full Stringer and get yourself some fancy minnows. You got this figured out yet? Yeah. All right, fine. So, going to get you out of out of the 218 area code for this one. Okay. Right? Tomorrow is June 18th. Sure. Sure. Right around there. Yeah. You have to go down to pool four, and you have to catch one six-pounder. Six-pound four-pounder? No. Or a six-pound walleye. walleye. Six-pound walleye on pool four. So pool four is from the Red Wing Dam to below Lake Pepin. Wow. Now you get this is this will help you. But I I you get one partner. You get to take a guy Dave with Black. You. Oh, interesting. I Dave choice. Black. He's gonna bring me to bass camp. And you're gonna how are you gonna catch him? Willow Do you have cats. Any idea? Willow gonna, cats, baby. What's a willow cat? It's a crazy looking uh Bullhead looking thing. It's just a baby bullhead. Isn't it's it? baby. Well, it's not a baby bullhead. It looks like a baby bullhead. What? It's not a baby bullhead. Uh-uh. It's a different species. It's a different species, but they'll still sting you, I guess. Oh, I'm learning. I think that's what we're gonna do. How are you gonna do it? Dave Black will tell me. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be on wing dams or something. Uh, either that. Well, if that doesn't work, maybe we'll go pull some lead out on Pepin. Uh, dude, I have no idea. Well, that's the whole point of Groundhog Day is you got to tell us how you think you're going to okay. catch You didn't even think about it. You well, just said that this dude, I shouldn't have given you a partner. Dave Black. I thought for sure it was going to be Steve Nosbish, but no. whatever. Oh, no. Well, Steve doesn't fish down there except for in the spring. Okay. Didn't he grow up down there? Yeah, but he didn't fish. He fish. Right. He'd go down and right. fish. It's not my Groundhog okay. Day. It's yours. Anyway, Dave Black. Uh, that's what I would I would rely very heavily on him. All right, but if, if y'all are into commenting, what I'd like you to do is just scold Will for not having a good plan on catching a six pounder because I think we have a lot of listeners on from that pool four. You think I'm good down there? I've been down there like four times dude, and all I've caught is saugers. You're not good two out of the seven days up here, and you still feel real good about your plan. <laughs> 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 like I want you to like make a okay. guess. Okay. So if I was, if I had to captain, okay, I would probably, I'd start on wing dams and I'd get upriver and work the, <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't go upriver. I'd go work the current seams of the wing dams because you should be able to see these fish. They should be real visible. Um, and I just try to hover them and pull, rig these big, or these willow cats in front of them and see what the hell happens. And if it doesn't work, well, then I'll have to go do something else. <laughs> I'll go probably to Pepin, and there's some some structure out there. Maybe I'll try and rig some of them or pull spinners on those because those should be visible too. Try and mark some fish on Pepin, and if that doesn't work, I'll pull some spinners. And if that doesn't work, maybe I'll have to pull some three-way rigs <laughs> with crankbaits. <laughs> That's going to be my plan until something works. But you know what will happen is the first fish I'll catch is going to be a 27. Bingo. Maybe. I'm already done. Maybe. 
or I could see you like 34 days into this. And growing, I'm getting gray down there. <laughs> but I just miss my family. <laughs> I just want to go home. All right. I do want to know, like, anybody who knows, how do you catch six pounder right now on Cool 4? Estimated, estimated time would be between one and 60 days. <laughs> I have I would I would win the Leech Lake tournament before I would I would catch a six pounder maybe I would think maybe mm-hmm. you're right though you, it might be eight minutes in yeah God I would not first want. wing dam you just happen to land on one I would not want that to happen because you'd come home just so arrogant just puffed out chest like oh, pool four <laughs> I fish pool four now. <laughs> I do the same thing tomorrow. I catch a smallmouth with Mark. Yeah, it might be the world's best smallmouth fisherman. You know, I'll catch like the first one. Or uh, we went to a woman and I got a four something. Well, like, yeah, no smallmouth guide. <laughs> All right, one more break and we're gonna do the preview. And we're giving away a guide trip. Big news. What we gotta do now. What we gotta do is tell people. I want your like general feeling about the week first, and then like. How are you going to catch them? It's going to be super pleasant in compared to the 90-degree bruiser we had. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue on my spinner program, but it's been very kind to me. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of success doing that. You know, some missed fish days, but that just happens. Um, I'm getting lots of bites on them, so I'm going to continue that. Um, I'm on leech quite a bit still, but those days, I believe, are going to be numbered. Um, and then I'm going to do some more small lake trips cause they're getting, I mean, we, I had a great day on a small lake yesterday. I had a really, truly great day mm-hmm. and I'm going to, I want to continue to do, this is, the, this is the time we do that. Right. We talked about it last year that like, um, leech is like a good producer, but this is the time of year where you can have like pretty magical days on like lakes that are between 1000 and 5,000 acres. Yeah, and I want to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And, Sounds you know, super it, fun. And, and catching, if you catch eight on leech, sure, they're bigger and they're awesome, but they're not as valuable as eight on a little. I would agree. Because you're not only, like, when I go out and catch eight on leech, I might catch a pike with them or a rock bass or something. But I catch eight walleyes out there. I'm catching smallmouth. I'm catching largemouth. I'm catching pike. I'm catching all sorts of stuff. There's tons of bites out there. Mm-hmm. They're just loaded with fish. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get them, though? That's the thing. Um, but anyway, I, I think I'm going to transition more to the littles and, uh, you know, once we get, you know, around the first of July, I, I'm going to probably stay on the littles, but sure. fun times. I really enjoy this right here. Mm-hmm. The next seven days are fun. I agree. Yep. Um, yeah. All of the bag of tricks. Well, I think both of us have like committed to pulling spinners far more often than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. And part of that is. Um, well, we talked about it a lot last year, had some success with it last year. And then the secret lake tackle relationship we built, you know, like Kevin Skalicki is like a cool dude who has a pretty dialed in spinner program and has fished all across this region of the lake or this region of the state. And, uh, he like sports podcasts and like, I feel like I've become a better fisherman because of like connecting with that dude. Yeah. And then he happens to make spinners that work. They're banging. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Um, 
I think what you said is about true for me. My leech days are maybe a little numbered. Looking forward to a couple days off and um, going to use a little bit of my time off to work on the Big Lake project that we always stress about. All we talk about in February is what we do from July until <laughs> September out there. And it would sure be nice to have something to lean back on. Like even if it's, I mean, it's not going to be a spot. It'll be mm-hmm. a, it'll be a general trend in an mm-hmm. in an area. If we can find something in there, it will be set. Because yep. it's not like we're going to pound on them. But you know, the once a week we go there, we'll have something reliable. Hope so. Yeah. I hope so. We've been talking about it for a long time, mm-hmm. and we could continue to be talking about it for a long time. But hopefully, one of these days we'll get something figured. Yeah. All right. How are we going to do this? Here's what we got. We got people. We have 85 people who shared the podcast. I'm currently looking at the list of the 85 people. Will is going to do a random number generator on his phone. And then I'm going to look through the list of the 85 people. And that number wins a guide trip. Half-day guide trip with Will and Dan. There are some stipulations. Mm -hmm. There are people... On the do not fly list. Yeah. And we mean this in the best way possible. You get to fish with us already. It's, it's a lot of That's it. like the main thing, yeah. right? So like my, like a perfect example for me, and there's probably going to be a few on the list, but a perfect example would be if my buddy Matt Holmgren or Lee Clancy were to be the random number that was drawn, I would not feel good about that. Yes. Right? I appreciate that they support me, but I fish with those guys all the time. They're good fishermen. They don't need your help. Mm-mm. So there's a few <laughs> names on here that if your number comes up, sorry, Oops. We'll, we'll buy you a beer. Sorry. But we're trying to give this to somebody who's just sort of... Are you ready? Okay, let's go. Okay. I've got between 1 and 85, and we are going to generate 61. Oh so my 14 God, from the bottom. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He's, it just it keeps loading. I'm scrolling. Come on. I'm scrolling. Come on, scroller. I'm scrolling. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> it's it's Lee Clancy. You're kidding me. We gotta do it. Actually, again. it would be uh twenty-four. Twenty-four from the bottom. Oh, okay. That would only put us at <laughs> thank goodness it wasn't Lee. <laughs> All right, Lee is fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Top name. No way. Are you kidding? That's it. Well, that we're going to have a very, very one, happy camper on our that hands. That one definitely qualifies. For sure. Uh, we were talking about who the perfect candidate would be to to have this and we kind of both came up with the same name here it is go ahead you do it it's mitch alger (laughs) mitch we're going fishing we're going fishing this it couldn't go to a better guy i'm excited he's a super fan i've I've never met the guy oh he you're gonna love him he is funnier than heck uh so there he can bring one other person correct Mm -hmm. yeah so mitch you can bring one other person uh, and just get a hold of us on yep. Facebook. Send me a message. 
send the walleye talk page anything. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Thanks, folks, for uh, doing it. I, I imagine we'll do this again, something similar to this again. We appreciate the support. Mitch, we'll go pound on him, dude. Dude, I'm so excited. That's <laughs> the perfect guy. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it. Go catch him. We'll see you next week.